Welcome everyone to the Bad Cody Funky Podcast, Deadpool Movie Edition. And today we'll be talking about some spoilers, but before we get into talking about Deadpool, the rated R movie with Ryan Reynolds, in case you weren't aware, we have some uh, pretty cool stuff to get out of the way. So even though we're going to talk about spoilers, you can listen to all of this now, and we'll let you know when we get into the spoilers, so you won't have to mute and not listen to this cool stuff. First off the bat, we have the highly anticipated game, The Division beta dropping this weekend it started off today thursday with xbox one coming on friday tomorrow uh we're gonna be having pc and ps4 launch all weekend uh the developers are streaming um all weekend to answer questions we'll also be streaming tomorrow so you can join us bad cody funky uh on twitch.tv slash bad cody funky playing the division on playstation 4 so if you got a PlayStation 4 and you want to join us in the post-apocalyptic New York where we'll be squatted up, hitting people up in the dark zone, it's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait. Some of us haven't even touched it yet. Uh, I had a friend who got into the closed beta. He said it was great. We're going to be getting into some of that stuff. So if you want to join us again for the division, you want to squat up because that game really needs you to squat up with some friends. If you don't have anybody, uh, let us know. Come by twitch.tv slash funky. We'll be streaming and you can join us if you got a PS4. Join the join the squad. It'll be fun. It'll be great. Of, yeah. what, so, what kind of game is a uh, is the division anyway? I, I really don't know much about it. The division uh, is a Tom Clancy game. Um, it's an open world RPG third person shooter. So, uh, as the story goes, without giving too much away, supposedly uh, there was a virus that broke loose in I think the stock market. Uh, it was something where like uh, um, there's a virus that was put on like a note of money or something and it got circulated throughout New York and an epidemic happened and it's in, now like society's in shambles and you play um, as a member of the division trying to restore order. Which is interesting because I thought you were going to be like a rogue band of uh, mercenaries or something. But as it stands, you are part of the division trying to get everything back on track. Um, so it's, uh, it look, looks pretty cool, you know, like, uh, you're walking through New York, and they've mapped out New York like crazy, like Manhattan, uh, they, they're gonna open up some of the other boroughs in, um, in the DLCs, cause uh, people, uh, when the developers were streaming the game, people were like, hey, I don't see Queens, hey, where's, uh, where's Brooklyn at? Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> hey, oh, where's, where's Brooklyn? Where's Brooklyn? Yeah, hey, I want to see Brooklyn. It's, oh, it's not like it doesn't have to do with like hacking because I think I'm thinking of a different game where you can like get into people. That is Watch Dogs. Watch Dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch Dogs. It came that out like two years ago. Right, right. uh, this game in any way, shape, or form. God, you know what I hope? But, uh, I really yeah, hope that's like, why not... we asked the questions here, so you guys are also informed. <laughs> now that Good job Amber playing hey, the game, listen, I just don't know either. No, you know what? Now that Amber brought it up, I really hope it doesn't become like that. Because I remember when like you first showed me like the trailer for Watch Dogs. I was like, oh my god, this is going to be the greatest it game amazing. ever. Like, I think, I think you yeah. showed me the same night we watched the trailer for um, The Division. When that, yeah. that scene where he closes the door and I, we flipped out and I almost kicked your coffee table. Like, um, <laughs> that's a true story. And yeah, so well, like... Kind of overhyping games. But, but yeah. now that Amber brought it up, it's like, oh god, I hope it's not another Watch Dogs where we've been waiting all this yeah. time and it comes out and it's like, you can't even close a fucking door, you know? <laughs> and, and it's like, I've had better. Yeah. Like, no, no, it's not like that because if anybody has actually been watching the the streams, um, the thing the Watchdogs didn't do is that they really didn't let out any betas or anything. They 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 were they said they were rushed towards the end, which usually happens with yeah. like those big title Triple games. A, but yeah. Uh, yeah, no, like um, you know, the division was like, oh, you know, we'll totally show you guys like gameplay. You'll be able to play it. But yeah, if if you watch like gameplay, you know, it's it's not like that at all, and it's actually like it looks good. So I can't wait to actually get my hands on it. I have a feeling like you and Greg will probably be pulling me out of every single single situation possible, like in every single shooter we play together. 
It's like, oh, <laughs> Dave is somehow behind enemy lines. I don't know why. Why is, he trying to hit Again. Why is he trying to hit someone when he has a heavy machine gun? This makes no sense. Dave, what are you doing? I don't know. It's trying to it's, it's funny surprise. too because like, like 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 <laughs> like Greg and I are so used to like like gaming and stuff and because because like you know like you 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 like you know got back into it not not that long ago but Greg and I have always like been gaming so like Greg and I are like ready to go and we look back and like what's Dave doing? It's just like he's like looking at his gun and doing things and he's like hmm these stats are good but what about it's like when they're playing Borderlands play, right? dancing, dancing yeah. for whatever reason. Hey guys, look, I found something. Don't shoot at it. Why? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm sitting there like in Borderlands down to like I'm on, on the ground. I'm whittling Emily away, and it's like seconds before, and I let that bullet go, and Dave just comes up and punches the dudes and walk away, and I'm just dead because I can't get the revive, and I'm like, no. <laughs> and Dave's like, what do I do? I don't get it. Well, oh, man. yeah. <laughs> what do you want from me? <laughs> what do you want from me? All right, <laughs> to not kill the guys that I'm trying to kill. I'm, I'm trying it's, to. It's I'm trying to save your life. Okay. <laughs> it's gonna be interesting when we get into the dark zone, which is the PvP like whole thing. So basically, everyone look look at it kind of like Destiny, where like you go down to like all these different these different places. Uh, except here, um, you just go down to New York, and it's all like PVE, player versus environment, but. The best loot in the game, your best uh, your best weapon attachments, your best weapons, because like you have guns and you have like attachments to your guns, like ACOG scopes, grips, like certain things. You have cosmetic things, you have beanies you can wear, different kind of jackets, like all this other stuff that customize your character. And the best loot for that is in the dark zone, in which you have to go up against other squads of players and harder enemies. So mm. it's gonna be interesting when we head in there and we be like, Dave, what are you doing? Catch up. <laughs> 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 like we're we're definitely gonna go rogue because like I have an itchy trigger finger and I'm just like oh look at this guy look at this guy mess him up mess him up kill him kill him <laughs> and if one person kill if one person in our group I'm just gonna call it me kills another person from another squad we become rogue and it's open season <laughs> on our entire just, squad just, so the just, whole just server looks at you and it's just like kill them you kill them you get their gear and you become better. <laughs> So it's gonna be fun when we become rogue and like me and Greg are like running. I can see Dave like like <laughs> running behind. behind. Like, what are you doing? Firing yeah, in the air. Like, ah! Dave, get up here! They're gonna catch up. Be like a wow raid. Dave, get out of the green stuff. It's Leroy <laughs> Jenkins. It's 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 crazy, but not as crazy as uh, what Amber's gonna bring. Hey, I also this week um, we are seeing a shift in the superhero movie genre. Wolverine three is going to be rated R. And I think this is something that really should have been done from the start with the character. It's always been bizarre that the character Wolverine, who's always, you know, covered in his enemy's guts, and he's just, he's, he's a monster. He's, he's, he's the berserker of the X-Men. He's always had zero blood in any of his films. What do you guys think? I, I, I used, I loved Wolverine. Like, he, he was my favorite character growing up as a kid in the 90s, because, like, they didn't force him down our throats and said, hey, he's a cool guy. Yeah, guys, look, it's freaking, look, look, he's cool, look. <laughs> and that's what I, that's what I feel like the studios are doing, like, hey, 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 like, here he is. Like, oh, guys, stop, stop, stop pushing one character down everybody's throats. Oh, my throat. God, we why is he it. so handsome? Yeah, we get it. And, <laughs> and them trying to make him likable, and he's not as he's not as savage as, like, the comics and the cartoon. Like, I loved how crazy he was. Like, yes, back in the how, how savage when... he was in the cartoon, cutting through walls and chairs and not people. <laughs> no, like, honestly, exactly. Wolverine, to those, who, to those who, don't, who don't know, 
when in the earlier issues of the X-Men, the best, um, I guess, parallel I can draw, if you know about Firefly, Wolverine's a lot similar to Jane. He's kind of this, this scruffy, like, warrior. You really don't know where, where he where his allegiance is, but he, he always comes out on their side in the end. But, like, he's... He, he's he's cool because of his because because of the distance between him and the rest of the character. It's not not that he's just like oh this like noble guy they all look up to always. I love, I love how like you went to like nerd to the second power. It's like okay let's uh, for those who don't know Wolverine let's go into Firefly. <laughs> <and make it. laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> well, what just happened? Excuse me. It's nerdception. Oh, and for those who okay. don't like Firefly like myself, uh, Wolverine. Boo. There you go. Knows Wolverine. Boo. But, but yeah, like, I don't like how they made <laughs> yeah, him, uh, like, so, like, oh my god, it's Wolverine. But yeah, they're trying to make him too likable, trying to make him, like, not as savage. I, I don't know if, if that was, like, Hugh Jackman's thing, or the studio was like, ah, don't be so savage. Like, don't, also, don't be a dick. Because well, in the cartoons, I, I he, was, like, say, he was, like, a huge dick. I want to say it was, like, the studio thing, honestly. Because Tell they tried to change it I made him a much, convertible. You know? Like, honestly, like, as... Like, he still had that sign of, like, asshole, sarcastic type of, like, humor. But as, like, the movies went on, he did get a little bit more assholey, rough around the edges and whatnot. Like, X-Men Origins Wolverine, oh, yeah. I thought he probably screened was too emo. But, um... Yeah, yeah. you really was. Because, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, the cartoon, like, uh, freaking Scott Summers would be like, all right, wait, let's pack up and go. Wolverine would be like, I'm not part of your Girl Scout Summers. Get out of here. I'm not like, he would just say too, just this crappy, stupid things like that. I'm like, yes, yes, eat a dick. Next Cyclops, time I'll use dick. these. Exactly. Well, yeah, I think, like I think one of the, the first times in the X-Men movies I really was, like, feeling the Wolverine was, uh, was in a, what was it, uh, first class, where when they try to recruit him, he's like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> No, oh, the, that was great. That yeah. was awesome. The first it's, time it's I, that, it's that, and in, in the in the first X Men movie when uh, he's is it the first or the second one he's fighting Mystique and Cyclops is like, how do I know it's you? He goes, you're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> just 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 flat out like no problem. No, and he the, also uh, doesn't he give him he flips him off with the middle claw. Yeah, yeah he, does. he does. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. great. Um, the first time that I thought Wolverine's done really well in the movies was in X X two. Uh, when he's just chopping down yes. all of those oh my uh, Black God. Ops guys that broke into the mansion. Dude, like... And he just berserks. When he went apeshit on the one guy in the kitchen, just stabs through his chest. I let out, like... Yeah, and, up against the fridge. Dude, I let out the biggest roar I could at that point. I was just like... <laughs> and he looks over at Iceman. He's like, are you okay? And he just, like, shakes his head because he's scared. He's like, oh, my God. <laughs> he just murdered that guy. <laughs> he just murdered everyone in here. So buy yeah, him it's a new cool door. that, like, Wolverine's going to be rated R. I mean, my yeah. God. Yes. yes, finally. And I think it shows like, like, yeah. more confidence in superhero movies in general. Because I mean, when they were first coming out, when the X Men movies were were initially airing, like it, it was just a different time in general. Like we had the most we had was like was the Spider Man movies, and, and even though, and that's just one of the the most popular heroes ever created. And so, so the X Men, while they're popular among comic fans and anyone who has even a a, a slight no, slight knowledge of of comics in general, it's still not something that Fox was comfortable marketing to the mainstream at that point in time. So they, they didn't give them their costumes, and yet, and to this day, they still haven't given Wolverine this costume. But, uh, I mean, like, it, there, there's just a, a, a shift in a positive direction for superhero movies going forward, I feel like. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm I'm worried about the mom backlash that we've been seeing with oh, Deadpool. Then no. it's going to happen I even worse with I Wolverine. I there, there was a bunch of families that brought their kids to see the their to see Deadpool at the theater I was at, and no one walked out. I was super surprised. At the oh, same time, though, I bet you the people that media. brought their families, brought their kids, 
knew what they were getting into. They were fans uh, of Deadpool. Not necessarily. Not not everybody. No. Not not we'll, everyone. We'll talk I've, about I've, that a little bit later. Cause yeah, yeah, years, yeah. But... I, I definitely want to get into that when we get into the uh, the, the Deadpool uh, yeah. portion of the podcast. But uh, but I mean that's going to be the thing with with Wolverine is because this has been a character that's already already been marketed successfully to kids. So I have a feeling they're going to see that backlash, and that backlash might, hopefully not, but might influence the upcoming superhero movies to but stay. All as I'm going to no, say is that money talks. Radar. You're right, but he has to be radar because it's it's Wolverine. He's the best at what he does. Oh, what he does ain't pretty. You know, it's just like just, oh, absolutely. And, and I think I think this movie, which is going to be, I believe Hugh Jackman said his final Wolverine movie will be rated R. But the movies after that is what I'm worried about right now. Yeah. But you know what? It's um, it's Wolverine. He cuts people and fucks bitches. I mean, that's like you can't ask for anything else. You know, like that's well, t- that's my kind of hero. To, to be <laughs> to be fair too, like if Wolverine comes out as Radar and it's awesome, like we all want it to be, I think Fox has found its niche to separate itself from the Marvel movies. You're right. They'll be able to go yeah. further than the Marvel movies can go. Oh wow! Blew my mind just now. Yeah, that's right. Wow! I see what you're doing there, Fox. Yeah. Don't wow, think I don't I notice it. That. Yeah. Find like, their oh. niche. They're right. They'll be yeah. like, oh, who wants who wants the rights to to these goddamn characters? I don't think so. Yeah. I really so, don't think so, so I think what's going to happen is we'll see less X Men movies and maybe more X Factor movies. Ooh. Where they're more, you know, Black Ops doing the things that you don't want to see. Or maybe you well, do. I feel like the X Force. Or if it's yeah, or if it's X-Force, actually an yeah. X Factor movie, they're doing detective work. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Want some Madrock, Shatterstar, Richter? Get some go. multiple men. Yeah. Oh, I'd be yeah. excited. I love Peter David's run. No one, no one would go see that movie. Oh, no. And speaking of Marvel Cinematic Universe, we were also treated this week to the first full Daredevil trailer. Yeah. Uh, where we actually get to hear the Punisher talking in full sentences this time. <laughs> which was, he doesn't which was just nice. say bang although he does say bang <laughs> he says other things yeah he, he does like the word bang he gets a not like dave good... likes the word bang but you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's a sexual one one, one one particularly good line about one bad day pushing daredevil over the edge yeah. really really drives that whole daredevil is marvel's batman right home yeah and punisher Absolutely. and red hood is the punisher it's a good oh, feeling. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. He is. Yeah. He has guns. Oh my yeah. god. I I've, so I've been saying that for a while. Red Hood is the Punisher of the DC universe if the Punisher was trained by Batman. Which Damn. makes him more frightening to me. <laughs> than a typical police or army background. The other day I watched um, uh, the original Punisher movie with Thomas Jane. I remember when I first oh, saw yeah. it, I thought it was like phenomenal. I watched it again and I was like, uh... Seriously. I, I don't still you mean, like it. Don't you mean the original the Punisher movie with Dolph Lundgren? Oh, we don't talk That's about that. Let's not talk about that. Although, yeah, when I saw it when I was a little kid, I liked it. I'm afraid to watch it now. Just because yeah. it may not hold up to when I was like seven or eight. Yeah. Oh, Maybe. we heard Electra talk for the first time, too. Oh, that's right. At the end of the trailer. Yeah. yeah. Hello, Ooh, Matthew. <laughs> did anyone else get a little excited when she said that? Anyone? I was pretty, I know did. pretty I know happy did. when I saw well, yeah. Electra. Yeah. I mean, I knew she was in it, but I was cool. It was really cool to finally see her. Yeah, it's gonna be so good. Um, I hope Stick is in it more. I really like Stick. Yeah, Stick in the chest. Yeah, you like, get some ninja on ninja violence. He was kind the of hand. the only like really unresolved plot thread from the, from the first season. Yeah, 
Yeah, him and his whole getting the kid thing. I also um, wonder if they're going to make him more of like a meta plot, though, or he's going to be there for a few seasons before we actually, like, he's going to pop see in what's and going out. On. Yeah. Lost style. Yeah. yeah. So, speaking um, of tying up loose ends, um, so we also got this week, came out on Monday. I just want to go through it really quick because this is another, po- this is going to be a podcast for another day. I know it already. <laughs> <laughs> um, so on Monday, we got a glimpse of basically Star Wars Episode 8 began principal photography. We also got a nice little teaser trailer with Luke. And uh, basically, we're ending episode seven with Luke and Ray and Ray handing the lightsaber, and then just saying filming episode seven. So we're there, guys. We're in the home stretch. It's coming. Wait you know for those leaked images. Oh, I will be looking for them. So yeah, anyone. <laughs> so anyone listening right now, if you want to see some good stuff, I'll do my best to put it up there and not spoil it for myself or anyone what you, else. What do you mean, do your best, Dave? There is no try. There is only do. That, that, no, you got it wrong. It's. Try not. Do yeah. or do not. There is no try. Fuck you, Greg. <laughs> yeah, but the, the point still remains. Do your fucking job, Dave. You do your job. You can't tell me what to do. You're not my boss. I created myself. <laughs> That's a scary thought. What if there's more Daves out there that are creating other Daves? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, multiple Daves. I mean, <laughs> no. <laughs> there can only be one. The universe can only handle one. See, what happens is I kind of like multiply like Lobo, but instead of like blood, it's more like my hair. So oh, no. uh, really, my hair? I was I, I thought it was gonna be semen for sure. Oh, not God. as much as Why? not not like you think. It's more like hair because it kind of like spuds okay. like fungus. So if I've oh, showered in your place, chances like, are you have a Dave running around somewhere. This is like a sexy. Yes, uh, I just, I just cut it. off one lock. Two more shall no. take its place. Yeah. What? Oh God. <laughs> baby man, baby pig. Help. <laughs> man, baby pig. <laughs> I think I'm pretty sure I'm still finding Dave hairs from last packs. <laughs> at least certain <laughs> my couch speaking of uh, we are going to be at PAX East 2016 yeah, yeah. so uh, everybody out there who's listening and stuff and things go to PAX East 2016 let us know we'll uh, meet up and stuff and things and play video games and stuff there together because uh, we had a lot of fun we had more fun at like the indie games than anything else oh god yeah like Oh my god, the indie games were awesome. I mean, we did have fun playing Overwatch, like Blizzard's new IP. Uh, I think that's coming out in November or something. Yep. But uh, yeah, yeah. Anybody, yeah. we're going to the uh, PAX East uh, 2016. So shout out to you, uh, Night Squad. Yeah. Oh god, Night Squad. That was so. Uh, that was amazing. Yeah, dude. Good they made it too. That. They were a games with gold for Xbox One uh, users Ooh. a couple months ago. So they made it. Congrats. They're, they're with the big dogs now. <laughs> they did it. <laughs> And with that, let's start is a podcast. Welcome, welcome, one and all, to the Bad Coyote Funky Podcast, issue number thirty-eight. Talking about Deadpool, the movie starring Ryan Reynolds and the studio that inexplicably showed his mouth fucking shut the first time. On uh, today's podcast, I did it again. <laughs> you did sure again. did. Man. I did it, did it fucking again. again. Did it again. I did it again. <laughs> Want to save it? <laughs> Just you know, no, right, this, fuck, I'm doing this, it. Fuck this you. This is the point where Casey it. says. 
Ladies and gentlemen of Internet Land, it's the only podcast that doesn't leave the ammo bag in the cab on our way to you, the Bad Coyote Funky Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) On today's podcast, we have TV's Casey. You're welcome. We have Booster Greg. What up? We've got Adam Bomb Amber. (laughs) Kaboom! (laughs) I love the kaboom. I'm sorry. The Man Bear Pig, Dave the Bitter Menace. Talking of backdoors makes me excited. And I'm Sergio. Welcome, everybody, to the issue number 38 Deadpool Movie Podcast. Welcome, yeah. welcome, one and all, everyone. It's so podcast out, with the mouth. Yes. Yeah, so we are now, everybody. Uh, just assume spoilers. So, uh, thank you for listening to the first half. If you haven't seen Deadpool yet, uh, you should definitely go see it. And also, why haven't you seen it? Yeah, What's what have you been you? waiting for? Yeah. Well, seriously, what are you doing? I mean, you guys, I mean, if you don't have friends, hit one of us up. Let's do it. Let's go out. People are probably waiting yeah. for, like, I'll, the babysitter that's going someone. on. Yeah. yeah. So, guys, Deadpool, the movie, Ryan Reynolds, oh, man, it took him so long to make this movie. I think he said, uh, like, 2004 or five. he he's been trying to make this movie. And yeah. uh, the studio just, just wouldn't have it. And then because of the leaked footage and everything, everyone just, like, bombed Fox. And Fox was like, all right, make your stupid movie. And then <laughs> from, uh, you know, I think... Oh, they didn't have that much time to actually make the movie. They had everything ready, but they didn't have actually that much time. And it was a low-budget movie to everyone, $50 million for a superhero movie. That's not that much. It sounds like a lot to you and me, but for like a huge cast of people, think about paying everyone that you, everybody sees in the uh, ending credits money, and a lot of it for some people. $50 million is not that much. What's amazing is like Ryan Reynolds, I think he actually cut how much he would get paid for the movie. Just to make the fucking movie. Like, he didn't even care about getting paid too much. He was like, nope, this movie has to be made. I don't give a fuck. This will be my calling card. And it was. Oh, yeah. Like, now. I'm just. I'm so happy for him. I mean, like, think about it. Someone who's. Who not only. Who got to play the favorite character, but only to have them be the worst possible rendition by the end of the film. Like, imagine how he felt. Have it being. Being the person who is. Who's in a role of a character that they ruined. And now, finally. Finally, not only does he get to play his favorite character, but it gets to be one of the one one of the I guess highlights of his career with all the money it's making. It's it's amazing how well this film is doing for an R. Already greenlit for a sequel. We're all excited. Yeah. The other thing is and like not only that, but like um, yeah, they also had to cut down on uh right at the end. Uh, I was watching an interview with Ryan Reynolds. He said they also had to cut seven million dollars. Uh, towards the towards the end of uh, the movie, getting approval and everything, so it's like, okay, you guys can do your movie, uh, but you also have to cut down seven million dollars, and then you can really make your movie. And I was just like, wow, that's crazy. And uh, they just, so that's, that explains a couple things in the movie. But uh, what I first wanted to talk about is the awesome and infamous R rating this movie got. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh I mean, god, oh, man, it totally deserved and needed this R rating. And oh man, they didn't waste a single drop of the- that. The best part about the R rating, the best, best part, and I've been waiting since I was like, what, 14, 15, since like Firefly, is to see Morena's boobs. You know, I finally got to see them. It's like, I've been waiting since, no, here's the worst part. I've been waiting since I was like a kid to see them, because when I first saw her on Firefly, and it's like, wow, she's hot. I'll get to see her boobs one day. And I never did. I, I never did to recently. I hate, I hate to break this to you, Dave. No, I know. You could have seen her boobs like two years ago. I know. I know. I have someone at work told so. me about it. Also on V, but I'm pretty sure they were all scaly and lizardy in that. <laughs> well, that was on ABC, yeah. so they didn't really didn't show it. But like, yeah, yeah. They, they, they didn't show anything because I was watching that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, one, my one of my coworkers told me that. Oh yeah, it was on Homeland two years ago. And I was like, are you kidding me? 
You mean? Oh, I, and not only that, but uh, Melissa Benoit was in that too, from Supergirl. Really? However, you say her last name. Really? Yeah. yeah. So you see her her knockers in the first episode, the first like five minutes of the first episode. And uh, what is this for science? <laughs> <laughs> this is the hit TV show called Homeland. You know what? I'm I'm kind of glad I didn't catch that because it would have been like the Ark of the Covenant. I would have seen it and I just would have melted like. Ah! <laughs> you know? The Ark of the Covenant. At least with like De- like with Deadpool, it's like they they kind of give you like some of the boob, but like side boobs. So you got to see a good chunk of it, see some nipple, and they covered it. So it's like ah, my face doesn't melt completely off. I just got like a nice tan from the golden shine, you know. Like, but that's best part <laughs> okay. of our rating was that you, you can- make admiring breasts in a movie an art form. It, it is an art form. It's what I live for. You know. I mean, who do you? Who do you think I am, Casey? God damn it. You know? I've just come to expect such great things from you. (laughs) For those of you who thought that this podcast would be Casey's time to shine, you were wrong. This is actually Dave's time to shine. Oh, the night is young. (laughs) (laughs) This podcast is also rated R, so there's that as well. Every podcast is rated R. (laughs) Just in case you wouldn't read Parental Advisory, rated R. I mean, I I could not imagine this movie not being rated R. And just just the fact that, like... Oh my god! Like, uh, um, like Kevin Smith talks about this a lot, and uh, and Ron Reynolds touched upon it too, where you know they're talking to people in Hollywood who are in charge who just don't know these IPs and who you know they greenlight everything and they're in charge and they're just like, oh, let's make it do this and do that, and whatever. Like Kevin Smith has a lot of interviews about that, but yeah, mass appeal. Oh they god. want it, they want to like just yeah. appeal to as many people as possible, like you say, all the muggles. So like, oh, well, this seems like it's too lore heavy. So can we make it more generic so more people relate? No, because a movie for everyone is a movie for no one. Yes, that's <laughs> wow. Way to go, Amber! Wow. Yeah, that was <laughs> well put. Damn, most beautiful thing. Pitchforks ready. Wow. She's got her sign out and everything. Can you hear <laughs> her sign? Go. Can you see the glitter on her sign? <laughs> Did oh you God. guys uh, see? I don't. I saw it was a meme uh, on my Facebook feed. I don't remember who posted it, but it was an interview with Ryan Reynolds, and I want to say I can't remember who it was. It was it was one of those late night ones, uh, and he he goes. You know, they're talking about the leaked footage for Deadpool and how, what really spurred this movie to become into existence. And, he, and his quote was, I'm 70% sure I did not leak that footage. <laughs> <laughs> really? Oh. 70%? What's, what's the, the next 30? What's, what's going on with that, buddy? And I heard apparently, um, I think the, uh, the director nearly had a panic attack when he found out that the footage was leaked. Because that, that could mean like, the end of his, of his relationship with Fox. So oh, he sure. immediately sent them an email and he said, like, I swear on my daughter's life that I didn't leak that footage. But then, of yeah. course, you know, that meant the movie got made. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, and, and for those of you who don't know, Tim Miller was the director of this movie. First full-length film. According to his IMDb Aww. page, he's only directed two shorts prior to this. Yikes, this was a big um, yeah, was deal for him. Well, he's, he's, not any, he's not like a stranger to movies by any means. He uh, is credited as working on the visual effects for Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Yeah. Um, nice. he, has a, he has a Mass Effect 2 credit in there. Uh, he's got a whole bunch of random credits going on in there, but like... You know, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World is a fucking awesome movie. So I mean, it's great that you know, he I, is involved in completely revitalizing the R rating for films. I mean, yeah. there has been when was the last R-rated superhero film? Like, I can't even. Uh, Watchmen. Watchmen. Oh, Watchmen. Yeah, yeah I forgot about Watchmen. For, how long ago is that? Jeez. It's got to be a decade. Ago. Yeah, at least ten years. No, it wasn't. Watchmen. It wasn't a decade. No, it was. Uh, I want to say two thousand, close to it. Probably nine, eight or nine years. Yeah, dude. That's not a decade. It's ten. It was it's 2009, okay. It's almost 2009. a decade. It's a long time. I was thinking yeah, more like 2006. 
but I guess it came out when I was in college. Yeah. Yeah. No, if it's like, and, 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 I mean, this means so much going forward. Like we were talking earlier with like Wolverine now is going to get an R rating, and and then there's some talk whether or not it actually is uh, getting that rating because of Deadpool, because the uh, the pamphlet. This is in the article was um, was released the like, last weekend, which was so close to Deadpool being uh being, you know hitting theaters that that people are saying that Wolverine was done beforehand. But I don't know. I I, I think that. That Deadpool's pre-production and all of the hype that, that that they saw from fans must have have meant something. Oh, it, just I'd like to a, think. Just as a quick side note, the uh, Dread was rated R. Okay, oh, that yeah. is almost That's certainly a, a comic book movie, and it kicks an obscene amount of ass. Yeah, it does. Yes, does actually like Still probably one of my favorite it. movies recently. Oh, what about so Kickass? Kickass. Kick it is it is R, but that was before Dread, so I didn't. Uh, Kickass yeah. two though. Kick-Ass 2. When did Kick-Ass 2 come out? Shit. Kick-Ass 2 was not before Dread. It was after Dread. Oh. It had to have been. All right, so... so I saw it in there's, theaters. There's been a couple, like, that kind of went... A couple times. You know what? It's But I mean, like, the big two it really has All the Blade been, movies yeah, are rated R. Yeah, that was... But that was, like, the 90s, I think, right? Early, early 2000s? What, Blade? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Blade is, is a while ago. They yeah. yeah. We're talking about... Like, well, at the same time, it's, like, one of the most recent rated R superhero movies that got, like, a lot... Of attention, of attention, you know, yeah. like Dread didn't get. I mean, Dread was a great radar movie, but it didn't get much attention. I think it was in theater for like a week. I don't even remember seeing it at all, like in any boards. I really didn't yeah, catch I... it till it came out on like a Netflix, and then that's where it got kind of like bigger in a way. And the same yeah, with like, I, but I think especially with what superhero movies have become, like the R rating really hasn't hasn't been a thing. Like even in the Avengers, they only could like throw one swear in there, and they made a point to like make a joke about it, where uh, where Tony Stark says, "Oh shit!" when when he when there's a barrier at the uh, Hydra base, yeah. and then yeah. Captain America is like language, and I mean yeah, that's funny, but it's also it highlights like yeah, they, there's so many limitations beyond just violence and nudity. Like they they can't they, you're only given like a, a limited number of swear words in a film. Like what? Yeah, yeah. This whole like rating system is becoming outdated with each passing superhero movie. I feel like that's coming out or superhero television show, like the Netflix series. Uh, I wonder if they're going to start to get edgier as a as a knee jerk reaction to these rated R Fox what, superhero what, movies. What I'd like to see is just for movies to to stop being so shackled by by the rating system. I mean, even if it doesn't have a ton of, of, of gore and nudity, like at least be able to, you know, say fuck. Like yeah, <laughs> and, and Deadpool at, did that in spades and it was hilarious yeah. too, because the other thing that like all these mothers are worried about is that oh, they're just gonna have like all these crude jokes and blah 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 blah. Well, yeah, but it was funny in context, like uh at the end of the movie where they had where, where Colossus and Negasontius Warhead and Deadpool were, were fighting, <laughs> and Colossus got knocked back. What's her name? Uh, Ajax's sidekick? Angel Dust. Angel Dust, yeah. And uh, he got knocked back, and he was walking towards her, and Deadpool's like, hey, get back to fucking fucking her up. And Colossus <laughs> is like, language. And he goes, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I died. Colossus I absolutely was an, died. He was just the way he talked to Colossus. Because Colossus he was, he was, was like... He was so accurate to his character. He was so lovable. Yes. And you're just like, oh, you're, just, you're just and, such and, a good and Colossus person. Hel- and Colossus held that X-Men like PG-13 rating. He he was he was the embodiment of that in the movies. So to hear Deadpool... Deadpool talked to him the way he did was amazing. It's it's like all of his fans talking to the studios. It was amazing. Yeah. Oh god, do you ever have off switch? He was like, yes, yeah, next to the prostate, or is that the on switch? <laughs> <laughs> 
No, but just in general, oh, like seeing God. classes done justice too is just so refreshing. Just the part where Angel has has like the nip slip, and he's like, "No, no, you, you feel free." And she's like, "Oh, thank you so much." And he's like, "You are beautiful woman." And she's like, oh, "I really appreciate." It. <laughs> cool, yeah. that was so great. <laughs> I, I think his character was good. I think his um, I think his body English was too bulky. No, I loved it. I thought it was perfect. I think it was too bulky. I, I liked how he I know, looked. But that's in, how he is in the comics. That's like that is yeah. that is yeah. exactly how Klaus like he's, is supposed to look. He like he's, he's supposed like, to be like, like a halfway monster. between like the Hulk and and a person made of metal. I don't know. He's Klaus's. <laughs> yeah, he, he was he, like. Doesn't he get bigger when he becomes like, like the metal guy? Like when he he was like yeah, normal he's, size. He's, and like, when he he's jacked as a normal person, but yeah, when he when when the uh, what, what is the armor? There's a special name for it, but when when he's all armored yeah, it's up, like bio organic, yeah. No, it's like something starts with a C. Whatever. It's it's organic steel, as far as I'm aware. I didn't know yeah. it had a cool name. Yeah, it has something fancy. But anyway, no, yeah, he's he's pretty jacked, but yeah, Unobtainium <laughs> steel. That's what it's called. He's a big man. He's like he's like either six two or six six when he's a regular guy, and then he he shoots up to like close to seven feet when he's armored. Isn't he from like yeah. the Russian wilderness or something? Like he's, I mean, he's just a he's gigantic, and he was a yeah. teenager when he joined the X Men, and he was still that big. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, uh, what was up with Colossus always being uh, metal in the movie? What do you, what yeah, do you because they couldn't. So what happened was they wanted to get the actor who played him in the previous X Men films back, and he didn't I want the him. role. What? And so so instead they they went ahead. Wait, and... he didn't want the role. This was like his time to shine. I mean, I know. He was no, I'm actually really glad that they didn't get him. No, I hated I... how he looked in his metal form in the other movies. No, I yeah. like that. Like that, no. he was still he was still a big dude, but he, he wasn't big... like as chunky. But it, it doesn't classes, hold up. Though I looked at a screenshot classes. like not too long ago. Yeah, he was a different character. Mm. Like from what I remember, like he was still like a big dude, but he wasn't like as as chunky no, as this dude. I mean, I, think, I understand like this guy causes a big body, doing kind him, of dude, but I don't know his arms look like sausages in this, like big <laughs> metal sausages. Their torsos attached to a torso. Yeah. <laughs> I have these sausages. They do things. I don't know. Colossus was what? Wasn't he three actors in this movie? They had a guy for the body, a guy for the yeah. facial mocap, and a guy for the voice. Yeah, they yeah. had three separate people. And but the thing uh, is that uh, I, I think not having the actor really freed them up to do him exactly how he is in the comic because this I agree. this is comic book Colossus. Like if you if, if anyone loved this Colossus and opened up a comic book, it is a one for one same character. It's it great. great. It it was just like him in the cab with how big he was. Over. What was he drinking too? He was like sipping on like a juice box or yeah, something. It's so good. <laughs> and then, it's like, yeah, is other... that like another dig at the X Men like PG thirteen thing? Oh look, they're in the back like kids. No, I, I think you know... it was just like a joke that he like because they didn't have an actor to play him, so he was just in in his metal form eating breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> And, and that, that was like a great line that Deadpool made. Uh, he was like, "Hey, uh, the expansion seems kind of empty. Yeah. <laughs> is it because is it, is it I was on a mission, or did they not have enough money for to hire the actors?" Like, no, like was anyone bet- else disappointed in the lack of Wolverine? Yeah, uh, I feel like he should yeah. have definitely been in there more. Like, Although I did, more. I did kind of get my uh, little my Wolverine uh, quota when I saw the uh, that interview with Ryan Reynolds and Hugh, and Hugh Jackman. Oh, that was great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was. That was amazing. Like those two are like really, really good friends. It's like <laughs> it was great to see them like pick on each other. Yeah, they, they definitely need to be on screen together because the, like that interview was great. This interview with with Ryan Reynolds uh, interviewing Hugh Jackman uh, about Hugh Jackman's like uh, new movie. I forget the name of it, but it was the funniest thing ever. He was he was ta- like Ryan Reynolds was talking as if he well he pretty much Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool for as long as I can remember. He is Deadpool. Like seeing waiting, seeing uh, just friends. Like any movie Ryan Reynolds in, he is Deadpool. So Van Wilder was... is Deadpool goes to college. 
yeah, yeah seriously yeah. that <laughs> that's really what it is and uh oh my god just the way they had it 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 killed me absolutely killed me um did anyone else kind of so like I know I said that I was kind of disappointed with lack of Hugh Jackman, and I, th- I thought for fucking sure, because they said, you know, a gratuitous X-Men cameo, and I didn't realize that. I thought for sure that he would just show up and be like, fuck you, and walk away just like an X-Men first class. <laughs> um, but there was a... I, I wonder if they were referring to the, a, another gratuitous cameo uh, that showed up very briefly, Hydra Bob. And there's been a lot of controversy yeah. around that. Uh, Bob because it happened. Yeah, and I was just like, oh shit, it's Hydra Bob! <laughs> Bob? Hey! Bob. How do you have They just knocks him out and saves him for another adventure. Um, <laughs> that, that was great. I actually didn't even catch that until until after the fact. And I was like, wait, what was that? Wait, oh my god, could that be? No way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when, I, when he said it, I, I like had this, like, I don't know, like, if I could have, I would have gone up to every person in my theater because my theater was pretty empty, and I've been like, "Did you get that? Did you get that? Did anyone?" Did yeah, anyone at first that? I was trying that? to like think back to the guy that he was talking to <laughs> no. in the uh, in Weapon X, and I was like, "Wait, that doesn't seem right. They, that looks they look different. Like, who who is this?" Yeah, there was, was, there, the was no, there was no stone unturned with the characters they used in this movie. Every person that was given a name is somebody from the comics. Yeah, um, e- even Ajax. Which you would think like, oh, it's just some guy named Francis, but it's like no, like this dude was like the grade A number one asshole when Deadpool was in the Weapon X program, washing out and being experimented on. It's like lifted mm. right out of the books. Hell, even Vanessa. Yeah, although she doesn't have powers. Not yet. Right. Yeah. I thought for sure she was going to get powers after the whole being like thrown into that like chamber. I don't think they thing. had enough of a budget for the. Maybe she does. I don't. I, don't, I actually process. don't. Yeah, maybe she does. Though. I don't know if they. I don't know if they will because her powers are a lot like Mystique's. But, um, they're, but they're not going to have that actress forever. She wants to move on to other things, and they're and they're trying. And she got really popular after she was already in in the X Men films, and she signed that contract. So they're kind of like using her fame while they can. Um, yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, something else. I, I mean, the, well, not something else, but the same thing. Hydra Bob, right? Like that's supposed to be a Marvel character. <laughs> well, they technically does not don't have, have the rights. Yeah, they don't have Hydra. They can't have Hydra Bob without Hydra. And uh, it's but funny they kind of snuck it in there. Marvel has stated before uh, uh, that I think it was Kevin Page who said this, but um, that studios had been asking as far back as the Spider-Man films if they could use Shield and Hydra. And Marvel kept on saying no in case they wanted to use them, and, and, and it turned out to be a, a good move on their part because if they said yes to either of these studios, then Marvel could never have had um, like Shield or Hydra be behind every film. Surge's favorite show, Agents of Shield, would not be a thing. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> how would I live my life without my Agents of Shield? But I mean, it's also as far as uh, character accuracy. I I wonder how. How uh, much Deadpool's character is, his accuracy is going to rub off on audiences because I know us as fans were so excited to see Deadpool be just as funny and irritating as he's supposed to be in the in the comics. But Movie I, Deadpool swears way more than comic book Deadpool. It's something yeah. I can really appreciate, but yeah, yeah I mean they, they have to cram it in there. I mean, like you know, this is like their their first and maybe last chance. So like we got to cram as yeah. many things in here as we can. But I also wonder, doesn't he call Francis a shit stick at some point? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> I also wonder if, uh, if 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 those if those uh, intentionally irritating elements of the character are going to turn some audiences off of the char- of him that don't that don't understand. Oh no, he's supposed yeah, to get under every character's old. skin. <laughs> Yeah, people that are old. It's yeah. funny too because like there's a. Uh, it just depends on what kind of person you are. Because I've seen people who are much older than any of us who have liked the movie, and I've seen that the same thing where they're much older than us and they don't like the movie. I've seen people who are in yeah, our demographic and who yeah. are like, "Hey, my guys, it's so damn and juvenile," and I'm like, "Well, <laughs> you're adopted." Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, <I'm> just like. <laughs> <laughs> I actually said it to somebody. Um, but in any case, yeah, it, it's it's subjective. But uh, I mean, uh, it's it's not made for those people. And and what I love though is that anyone who wasn't a fan of Deadpool is now a fan of Deadpool. And there are a lot of people now who didn't get him before. Oh, I don't get why people cosplay him in every freaking Comic Con and so many. And now people are like, I get it. I've seen so many posts and and like like tweets and like things on Reddit. People are like, I get it now. <laughs> I get what you what you're all doing when you you cosplay him as Comic-Con. It's good. I like it. And then people are like, Oh, I kind of want to kind of want to do that now. What bothers me? It's like I've been I've been a lot of people have been telling me for years, years since like we first started going to Comic-Con like five six years ago that um I should cosplay as Deadpool because because like the art we I have like a very similar sense of humor to Deadpool in the comics. And it's like uh, I don't know, blah blah blah. A lot of many, a lot of people do it, and it's you know, it's I don't want to be like one of those guys, even though my sense of humor fits it. And now watching this, it's like God damn it! I should listen to them five years ago and at least tried it. Now like everyone's gonna be a fucking dead, fucking Deadpool, you know? Yeah. I should have done it years ago, years ago. But it's no, funny. it's okay, even, man. Even you can both... still be ninety Sabretooth, and people will go nuts. To see <laughs> That's true. Yeah, ninety Sabretooth. Uh have the uh, the honor of saying I knew about Deadpool before he was cool <laughs> because even before I was into comics I only had two I had two friends who were who were into who were actually reading comics avidly one was my brother who was reading Peter David's run of X-Factor the other was my friend John who was the biggest Deadpool fan since he first got into comics when he was little and whenever I had a question, it was always from the point of view of a Deadpool comic. So whether, even though I wasn't like a huge fan of the character, um, even to this day, the character still has a major nostalgia factor for me. And it, and it was a great thing to, ha- to have life kind of come full circle and finally like see him in, on the big screen, you know? I would love to go back and tell like 15 year old me that they're going to make a Deadpool movie when you're 25 years old and you're going to love it. Yeah. Just to see the look on that oh stupid God, fat kid's R-rated face. too. Like, ugh, <laughs> that's great. I actually wonder how this movie will hold up like ten years from now because yeah. while the references were were great, it was so reference heavy that even I missed a ton of them. I haven't looked at uh, any uh, any like major reference spoilers yet, but just from conversations I've been having with people, it, I'm shocked how many things I missed and. And just since do you have any? From... Do you have any that you remember that you missed? Oh, let me think. Uh, well, I almost missed the hydro one. If I've, no one pointed it out to me, um, let me see. Uh, not off the top of my head right now, but yeah, no, there was. Uh... Now I'm on the spot. I, I love that the Deadpool called <laughs> Negasonic Teenage Warhead Ripley from Aliens Three. Yeah. Oh my great. god, that killed me. It was so specific, and I'm a huge fan of like Alien of the Aliens movies and Predator oh, movies. That when he said that, I was like. It was something I would never expected. The line... <laughs> uh, Ripley from Aliens. Yeah. What? The line where he goes, no. where he's talking about the costume. Sigourney Weaver. Not to make mm-hmm. it animated. I complete. I did not get that at all. 
Really? Yeah, I had Green no Lantern. That's Green Lantern. Yeah. They I made they've made that joke twice in that the, movie. The green, it's funny. I caught the green part and I saw the picture and laughed at that. But when he said animated, I never actually saw the movie, so I didn't realize that a huge, oh. huge problem was how blatantly animated it was. I've only, I'd only read bad reviews of the film. So uh, yeah, you're so a better yeah. person for that. Yeah, you're better off not seeing it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but I was wondering if there's stuff like that that I missed. Then, then like what else is so, someone who's not who's not into this into this? Well, genre. there was there was also a thing where he goes, ah, my most prized possession. But he's talking about like um, oh his, yeah, his, the figure, yeah, yeah. His, his his George Michael album Wham. Yeah. But it, but on top of it was like that that Deadpool from X Men <laughs> Origins, oh, where it yeah. wasn't really Deadpool. Yeah, it was yeah. a whole Baraka. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was awesome. It was. An, I was like, did they specifically make that little action figure of that disgusting abomination it of like exists. the Deadpool Baraka? <laughs> and what's funny too is that, like, uh, in an interview, Ryan Reynolds was talking about how when he was when he saw like their vision for that for that quote unquote Deadpool X Men Origins, and he was saying you can't have him look like that, you can't have him you know sewn his mouth shut and stuff, and they basically threatened him that he will not play Deadpool unless oh he goes God. through with the whole thing. And oh I was like, God. oh, my God. So they pretty much told him, yeah, like, okay, well, do you want to play it or like, not? Because we're going to get somebody else. And he was like, I'd rather it be me than somebody else. Well, he did it you know what I mean? amazing at the start of the film. It just it just train wrecked at the end. But yeah. I, I, The only redeeming quality of that film is a taste of the Deadpool to come. Yeah. And I'm, again, like, I'm just so happy that his career is finally, like, taken a turn for the better because of him playing the right Deadpool. Well, I mean, Ryan Reynolds' career was never in jeopardy. Well, no, he's I mean, been he's, having some. He's been having some flops lately. He well, his career wasn't doing great. You know, he wasn't. It wasn't bad, but now yeah, now true. he's like one of the highest grossing R-rated films of all time. So that's which is good. amazing. Yeah. Like I, I don't um, think. Like, yeah, I agree with Serge. I don't think his career is ever like in jeopardy. But this certainly like he doesn't need to get another part ever again in his life. <laughs> <laughs> like this is just it. This is like Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man kind of thing. Like it's just Absolutely. he's set. yeah. Like, like he's Rob Downey Jr. cannot be an Iron Man this for like 10 years, <laughs> and he could say he wants to be. Like, this is yeah, perfect. Yeah. Um, but the other thing, like, all these references that were inside, and all this, like, fourth wall breaking, which is fucking perfect. Like, this is why I wanted to see a Deadpool movie, was breaking the fourth wall. Because it, I love when it happens in any media, and especially when Deadpool does it. Like, um, the, after the highway scene, right, which we see in the trailers, and we've seen uh, the first real interaction of that from the... The test footage, Colossus shows up and Negasonic TNH Warhead shows up, and uh, they're they're Colossus handcuffs Deadpool to himself. And he goes, "Come, we going back to the mansion. See the professor." And he goes, "Who, McAvoy or Stewart?" And it's just like <laughs> fucking perfect. That was these amazing. T- yeah. These timelines are, so <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> time are so confusing. Yeah, McAvoy like, or Stewart? Yes. Like all of that is- shit is just. Perfect. Like, like he's aware that he's a character, and you can kind of see why that happens. It wasn't too blatant either, though. You know, what's that? It wasn't too blatant to throw off new right. audience members. Where he, where it, it wasn't like, uh, like I don't know, like he just turns away and be in his like. So this and this, this and this. He, he has like the narration, but but that he has, it doesn't he go has one that. one scene where he talks directly to the oh, audience. Oh, that was the works, after credits, right? Great. No, the beginning. Oh, he doesn't yeah, do like beginning. throughout the movie. Like he talks to the audience. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean specifically where. I mean, obviously, he narrates all the flashbacks and everything yeah, right before yeah. they start. But yeah. when he's sitting on the overpass yeah. and he turns and he's like, "You'll never guess how I got my own film." It's about giving favors <laughs> okay, to right, somebody uh-huh. that rhymes with pulverine. Yeah, like, <laughs> he's balls and down under. I was like, <laughs> "No, Hugh Jackman." But like, he also talked when he got thrown against like the police car and he says the pros and cons of being part of a superhero group. 
he was talking to the, directly yeah. to the crowd. And also yeah. when he had like one of the flashbacks, and it's a flashback of a flashback when he's talking to like that blind lady in the laundry mat. Yeah, that's like, oh yeah, yeah. He looks at he goes, wow, breaking the fourth wall in the fourth wall. That's like, like sixteen walls. Sixteen walls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think my favorite line though, and it wasn't a breaking the fourth wall thing at all, and it's in the trailer, it's in the commercials and the trailers too. But when Colossus is like, you know, they come and Deadpool's like, what? No one's getting hurt, and the body flops from the from the highway sign. It just it's falls absolutely the car. mulched. Yeah, he's just like that was there before I got here. Every time I think about that, I chuckle a little bit. The part it's that like, the part that had me literally squealing in my seat was um <laughs> when like 127 hours one. No, 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 no. Oh, that when, was good too. When he got upset, you seen 127 hours. Spoiler alert: starts sawing <laughs> off his own hand. <laughs> no, like when he got upset yeah. when uh, Ajax like escaped. He's like. <gasps> And he's like looking back at his yes. Colossus, looking back, looking back, and he punches Colossus and breaks his fucking hand. Yes, and he puts his hand <laughs> on his face and, and like yeah, when he's trying to talk to Colossus, and then and the next time he's like, hey, 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 douche pool, and he looks back and Ajax isn't there, and he puts his hand on his face. <gasps> he does a double take in the back, another double take, another double take. Oh, that's it. <laughs> breaks one hand. Oh, God, nutshot, Bob breaks that. He breaks both breaks the hands. Other. All he's like, come way. on, this is embarrassing for you. And he's just like, hey, every year, the, what the, the one with the way one-legged man, he kicks him and he breaks his, he breaks his arms and his legs. I love Oh, God. I, and then, like, oh, th- th- that was the best line ever where Colossus is like, don't you have an off switch? <laughs> I do. It's next to the prostate. Or is that the on switch? That had me dying. And he just backheads Deadpool into a car. I was like, I do. It's near the prostate. Or is that the ensuite? Oh, one, one of my favorite bits in the film is when they're all riding in the cab together. And the cabbie has his romantic rival in the trunk. Oh, yeah. And he's he's like, he's like, yes. oh, he's like, he's like, he's in the trunk. It's like, oh, no, you know, you can't possibly kill him. You know what to do. <laughs> he's like, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, no, also, and, and, his, Deadpool's friend stole 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 the show in this uh, in this film. Where he's like, "I'd go with you, but I don't I want, don't want to." T.J. <laughs> Miller, yes, he's so good. When it's him and Blind Al alone, you get fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And even though the, the scene that uh, they Amber someone earlier at the mansion, she's like, "Hmm, oh, it's such a big mansion, but I want to see two of you. Funny, it's kind of as if the studio could afford it more X Men." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, it's great. He said it's it. Great. Uh, I loved when uh, they're again on the highway and Deadpool just calls out Negasonic Teenage Warhead. And he's just like, what are you going to do? Say something mean or be silent. Say something mean or be silent. And he just waits and she looks at him. And she what goes, is it? You, you kind of got me in a box here. And he's like, I won. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Or even the part in the beginning where he's, he's fighting all the guys and like he's counting bullets and then he busts out his swords and then he impales the guy. He was like, I know what you're thinking. My boyfriend told me this movie was a, was a date movie, but that he just turned that guy into a... Let's, let's talk about that for a minute there because there was some like pretty... fairly heart-wrenching stuff going on in there. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, like, like, oh, my God. Their, like their Women's Appreciation Day. <laughs> their relationship oh, yeah. wasn't the most normal, you would say, but... There's nothing you cannot deny that Vanessa and Wade loved each other. Oh man! Like they were in love, and like the second that Uh. things really start going their way, drops. Uh. Right? You have cancer everywhere. So sad. Uh. Yeah, and like time slows down. He looks at her, 
everything gets fuzzy. It's like, oh my god. Well, when I came home too, and like Emily was like, "Oh, how was the movie?" I was like, "So it is kind of romantic, and I do <laughs> want to see it again." And she's like, "I'm not seeing it." I was like, Aww. "Damn it! <laughs> Damn it! Find a new woman." <laughs> <laughs> uh, to be fair, she watched Star Wars for the first time, and her favorite character was C-3PO. Huh. What? Really? Yeah, she's the only person on the planet I know yep. that C-3PO. Huh. Yep. Because oh, of how so he cool. talked. She's so neat. <laughs> <laughs> What's she think of it like, in general? I, I thought it was okay. She's not a sci-fi person. Ah, but gotcha. She made it through the whole movie, thinking about watching episode five next. Nice. Thinking about it. So it's the best or one. Or that could be, just be my interpretation of what she said. That's good. It'll yeah. only make her fall more in love with C-3PO. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh, but I thought I'd just, I'd just fill you guys up on that because I know I told you about that earlier. Um, but back to Deadpool. The T.J. Miller did uh, was really... Like, I think for, for this whole movie, it was really like Deadpool was great. He was fantastic what you wanted. But the, the secondary characters, the side characters stole the show. Like Colossus, Negasonic Teenage Warhead... Uh, Vanessa was, was actually really I was cool. so surprised she, to see the old lady Miller. in the movie. I was like, no way, they got her? <laughs> oh, yeah, it was so cool. Um, like, everyone was just really on point, and they were on their game, which was good to see, like, you know, because it could have been easy for all these people just phoning in, right? It's a low-budget superhero movie that is get, has been getting a lot of negative press because of the rating, and it would have been very easy for them to be like, fuck it, I'm not going to try. But each one of them really brought their game. And it's oh, it fun. People were saying, oh, you need to make a PG-13 edit of it. No, you fucking don't. Yeah, get no, the you fuck don't. out No, you don't. Go, go, go adopt a tiger and get eaten. Go find <laughs> um, some balls. This, some smooth criminals. Yeah, did you, did, so, did, like, so with the R rating, did you guys see, like, any, like, families and kids in your theater? Like, we, yeah. we had one, and uh, and there was, like, one family, and they were actually pretty, pretty quiet and kind of good, but, like, afterwards, I think the dad looked kind of, like, embarrassed. He kind of, like, rushed them out. Of the theater, you know, at yeah. the end of the movie, like he stayed throughout the whole thing. But uh, yeah, there are some people who, um, you know, that I know that have kids, and I was just like, don't, don't take your kid. But at the same time, I, I don't know. It's, it's up to you. And they're like, yeah. Same thing happened at work when one lady was asking me how the movie was. And I was like, it was great. She's like, oh yeah, my my son really wants to go see it. And I was like, just so you know, it's R rated. And she straight up had no idea. I feel like a lot of people just aren't aware that the, what this movie's rated, and, and which I I find astonishing. Yeah. Well, a lot of people are like asleep. And they need to be told, like, right up front. I mean, like, they see the Deadpool trailers and stuff, and they see it's a superhero movie, and the, the word Marvel's there and stuff. So, And they hear people talk about it's a weird movie, but at the end it says rated R. But if Deadpool literally said, hey, this is rated R, people would be like, what? But uh, but I still had people uh, tell me that they know people who ignored that. Like, uh, my buddy uh, Mike was talking to one of his coworkers, and um, his coworker's wife, like, wanted to take you know the whole family to go see it and mike was like uh no it's rated r and it has to be for a reason it's deadpool and and mike for the comics he was like it's crazy stuff and you kids it's not for kids i mean it's really <laughs> important in the movie where uh <laughs> where they use a strap on like i mean <laughs> you know and he's talking about like hugh jackman's balls and like this like the crude language and stuff i mean you know i've seen rated, rated r movies when i was a kid and everything but like you know my parents always watched it first and, and there, there's some movies that, I, like, you know, they didn't allow me to see later. But, I mean, there, there's some stuff that, like, you know, kids just shouldn't see and be, you know. Because, I mean, there are some parents who are like, oh, don't tell me how to, you know, like, parent my fucking kid and stuff like that. And I'm just like, what? 
But uh, there's some stuff here. I mean, like, would you let your little kid? Would you let your little kid see Pulp Fiction? No, you would not. Okay, even though this is a superhero movie and it has Marvel Mommy, on it, there's still stuff in Jim. there. I have two yeah. arguments for this. First of all, I think that this movie, this movie highlights a severe issue with our rating system. We need to revamp it because you can't you can't lump language, nudity, and violence together. Like they're they are different things in different contexts. And yeah, like there's actual tits in this movie. Yeah, like and and, and vaginas. Yeah. yeah. And, and and I think to 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 be forced to lump them together, it 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 just makes these it makes for these weird situations all, all to happen. Like it's just asking for it. People just don't know what what to expect. Like an R rating in one film is not equal to an R rating in another film. I mean, at least you have some uniformity with PG thirteen, but. I, I think I think there just needs to be something between R and X. You know, like you can't you can't just have like bad there is a lot of it. Yeah, in other countries they, they actually actually have it where it's like a certain age group, like from here to here, and then from here to here. So it's America yeah. that's that's again wrong and behind. Yeah, and yeah. the other thing though is I I feel like we should also not be so worried about what kids see because I remember when yeah. I was I mean, younger, I, think I a I lot would, of it too. Internet is. And, um, <laughs> Just, like, parents need to be more aware of what's going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, so, for example, like, back in my, my GameStop days, uh, I was working at GameStop when Saints Row the Third came out. And oh, for those oh, of man. you who don't know about that game... <laughs> that game is my... Dave knows about that game. That game is so... Super-powered prostitutes and dildo weapons and right, so, so many beautiful things. To that point that Dave just brought up, there were parents that would come and be like, yep, yeah, I want to buy this. And I'm like, oh, cool. Like, do you play video games? And it's like a soccer mom. And it's, she's just like, no. And I'm like, okay, who are you getting this for? And then she's like, oh, my son. How old, How old like, the, is the, 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 the mother looks like maybe 10, 15 years older than me. How old is your kid? Oh, he's 12. This is a rated <laughs> M game. She goes, I know. No, 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 no. This has giant purple dildos as baseball bats. Oh, you thought hot that. coffee was bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah. And then she goes, well, and I'm like, and it's floppy. <laughs> they just go, oh, I'm not, I'm not doing it. I mean, at, at the same time, yeah. when I was still in grade school, a friend brought over Grand Theft Auto, that, and we, we were playing it, like, all night. So I, I think... I think it, Parents can only can only do so much, and and I and I I just, I just think we have to have more respect for kids. At the same time, like yeah, they're to each their own, but I, I just don't think we should be babying people as much as we are. You know, well, it's it's not necessarily babying because like like kids are strong and they do. Uh, they, they they can take a lot. Like 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 you know, for instance, um, like if a young kid falls down and hurts himself he won't necessarily start crying until he looks to the adult and if the adult looks worried then he'll start crying because kids are pretty resilient now you take a kid who is older and you subject him to to certain things i mean they might might not you know come out come out the best but at the same time i mean you know there are things in this movie where you know kids will be fine or whatever not like all the action scenes are okay but it, it depends on like where you're raised and like what your rules are. I mean, like oh, if sure. your parents okay with seeing this like costume dude blow a hole out the back of three dudes' heads, then I guess that's up to the parent. I don't know, yeah. but if, but, if, but if that parent is also cool with seeing this guy, you know, go to a strip club with like with, with like you know titties and vaginas out, and also making like dick jokes and like 
all the other crude stuff. I mean, do you really want your kid? I mean, I mean, like, you know, when you're having adult conversations with other adults, do you have your kid right there in the center? You know what I mean? I mean, I also some, some people do, that, some people don't care, one, but one prime be example. To, yeah. to, sexual, to sexuality earlier than we were doing. I think, I think that, I mean, I think America fails in, educa- in the education I don't, department. I don't, I don't know about that. that. Like, one prime example, showing that stuff to kids too early, that's how you make me. Um, <laughs> we not, all know how good Dave came out. I'm not kidding. Yes, I might be a well-adjusted adult to some degree, you know, but, like, I saw my first porno when I was six years old. And oh, saw my dude. first R-rated <laughs> horror movie when I was like maybe four or five. I think it was Pet Cemetery. I'm not exactly sure, but I've been watching Pet Cemetery. <laughs> yeah, and I've been watching like. Well, Jason... you gotta see your first one. Might as well be a classic. Yeah, and I've been watching like Freddy Krueger movies and Jason movies since little kids. My mom loves horror movies, and my dad, who was a big, strapping, six foot tall Latino, was too afraid to go, so she'd bring me with her. And um, <laughs> yeah, that's how you make a me. So I'm just saying. I'm just saying. As funny as I am, do you really want? An army of me running around. That's all I'm gonna say. I think I'm putting you're that a good in the podcast description this week. By the way, that's totally gonna be in the podcast description. <laughs> <laughs> also in this podcast, how to make your very own bearded menace, Dave. A brief history of Dave. Also Deadpool. <laughs> like sea monkeys, but Dave. <laughs> Cut pieces of just hair. just add water and subject him to all this stuff at an early early age. And then you're good. Have this on loop. <laughs> Cut pieces of hair and beard and pubic hair. Put it with pizza. Put it under the sofa, sofa, and you'll have a Dave. <laughs> I totally forgot what week. I was just gonna say. Thanks, Dave. Yeah, oh, I can visualize like, that pizza. Yeah. I mean, some people like I don't know. They 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 don't raise their kids right, and then they're just like, oh, this is all fine. Whatever, let's do this. And then bop, and yeah. the kid turns out to be a gigantic asshole or something. Not not that well, Dave's like a huge asshole, but like like people that I know. <laughs> I'm speaking from experience with people that I know. I people have that I know asshole. that I know yeah, yeah. were not raised. I'm friends with him, but I've said many times over, you were not raised right. And I've said this <laughs> many times over to people that I'm friends with. And then when you get down to it, it, it all goes back to their childhood. And it's like, oh my God, it explains so much. And they weren't raised right. So I don't know. Like, like, like in my theater, we had like a small family or whatever, whatnot, like down in, in front. I was in the back, whatever. And then we had like one. I think maybe she was like 15, 16 and her dad bought her or something like that. But like she, she was totally fine. She was laughing at everything. But yeah. I think like that's fine. You know, I mean, if you're like like 15, 16, like. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Rated R, whatever. Cause like that's, a little, that's... little kid, like, a, like just had a toddler. Like, I don't yeah, know. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, like the small family had like two kids. They were definitely yeah. like 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 younger than or like middle school or they were like little kids. And I'm like, what is this? is not like what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. sure there's like a kid's movie out right now. That you can yeah, pass. yeah. <laughs> pretty sure the Deadpool's not the theater you should be in right Although, now. Although I will say this, and I thought it was kind of awesome when I went to go see it. There were like kids there, but what I liked about it was mostly like kids with their dads. You know, it yeah. was like, oh, we're gonna watch Deadpool, kids. You're in for a treat, and like they knew what they were walking into. <laughs> like you can tell, like looking at the dads, they're like, yeah, they read comics, you know. And the kids were old enough. I'm, not, I'm saying no one was like seven or eight, but they're like at that age where they're probably in middle school, about to start high school, you know. And, like, yeah. the dads took them. They're like, fuck it. We're seeing Deadpool. Your mom wants to stay home. Awesome. We're doing this together, kids. You know? Yeah, oh, so yeah. it was cool. I, I can see. Um, the way I read online somewhere, I don't remember where I read this post, but it, it summed up the movie perfectly. So I just want to share it with everyone before we move on to the next segment. Um, Deadpool is going to be the movie that 10 to 13-year-olds sneak watching during their first sleepover. 
And oh, I think yeah. that just sums it God. right up. That's pretty awesome. That was on, uh, yeah, that was on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. That's This is their generation's movie. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh. I'm very happy about that. Ah, oh, to be young again. And and for that, that you can't have a higher honor than that, really. <laughs> Seriously. That, I, M- Marina Baccarin's boobs are going to be the first boobs this 10-year-old kid's going to see. She's the oh. Sharon Stone of a new generation. Yeah. <laughs> so any, like, people that were 10 when we recorded this and are listening to this now, 20 years from now, you have no idea how long I've waited to see these boobs. And you get to see them for your first boobie ever, you lucky son of a bitch. You whore. You disease-ridden whores. That was an interesting All right, they're 10, Dave. Relax. <laughs> Little does Dave know it's his own kids listening to this. You're disease-ridden. You know, and then he stayed right behind him. I stand by my words. I, yeah, I know. I know what I said. I know what I said. <laughs> what? You didn't know you were grown under, under a couch made of hair and pizza? <laughs> I've known this for years. Are you kidding me? Explains so much. <laughs> what I know, it's about that time. I can play that sound again. Play the sound again. No. There we go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone know that sound? What that sounds mean? That sound means it is time. Family for... doubled it. What? Family yeah. Jeopardy. Oh, fortune wheel. I want family double dare. <laughs> Yeah. My secret question. Secret question. Secret question time. Secret question time, Mother Flowers. I'm gonna just. I'm just gonna say this for everyone listening to this live. This is a treat. That was the first time I've heard Amber tune in or chime in for the jingle for the secret question. I've chimed in. You just don't listen hard enough. Uh, that could not be true. Um. <laughs> anyway, so we talked about Deadpool. We talked about how it is a rated R movie that's really redefining the superhero genre and um, paving the way for for the, the upcoming Wolverine movie to cap off the Wolverine trilogy. Um, we talked about its influences on the fans, influences on future fans, and 10 to 13-year-olds watching it for the first time. My secret question for you guys is this. What upcoming superhero uh, movie and it just has to be sorry not one that's upcoming but what superhero movie would you like to see get a rated R treatment and we're going to start with I'm doing my wheel of fortune here we never start with Dave let's start with Dave tonight <laughs> as soon as you started asking I already knew exactly what movie okay so there, uh, there was a comment that came out years ago called The Pro and it was basically about oh yeah yep, you, should, you know I was going for it and it's yep. basically about what was it like a prostitute who gets superpowers, kind of like Superman or whatnot, and she ends up jo- <laughs> and she ends up joining like their version of the Justice League, and it's basically about how she uses her superpowers. So there's like one guy in the group called like uh, Mr. Spandex, and I forget his name, but he's like the Superman of their universe, and he's yes, never had a he's, he's, the, he's the saint, the saint, yes, that's it. And I think like he never had a blowjob, so she gives him a blowjob, and when he spuges, he's like move away, and when she moves away, like it just. Flies like through like eighteen concrete slabs, ten miles down up the sky, and like knocks out at seven forty-seven from the sky. And it's like that's the movie I would want them to create and give it a super R rating. I would be in my fucking glory if they did that, man. The pro Hollywood, if you're listening, the pro make the pro, damn it, make it R rating, or in some cases make it rated X. I don't care, just do it. God damn it, rated X. And it it, it should be yes. on uh, Skinamax. Yes, that's where it should be on. Absolutely. <laughs> 
Uh, Casey, what about you? Oh, man, that's tough. Um, if they ever decided to adapt Saga into... Oh, that'd film, be really cool. Um, yeah. there's, I mean, it's got a copious amount of swearing and nudity in it that would... I mean, the the comic is, is R-rated for sure. Yeah. Well, um, for those of you who haven't read Saga, briefly, very briefly, what, what is it about? It's uh, it's a tale of, I guess, two star-crossed war veterans who are of two different alien species that are fighting against each other. Um, and they come together and they have a kid. And they pretty much are on the run from both sides of the law because they have this, I guess, living abomination that is a beautiful daughter. So, um, it's a space opera. It's a journey of these, these two lovers as they try to survive and raise a kid. And they come across all kinds of interesting people that are, you know, kind of following their legend. Um, it's by, uh, it's by Brian K. Vaughn and Fiona Staples. Um, Mm -hmm. Vaughn, you would know from, uh, Why the Last Man, Mm -hmm. uh, if not a bunch of other things. He also Um, wrote a bunch of episodes of Lost. Did he? Yeah. Oh, I feel like I should have known that. Yeah, there's one. I can't remember which one it was. I remember I looked at it a while ago, uh, back when I was obsessed with Lost. And it was one of those pivotal episodes he actually wrote. I don't remember which one it is off the top of my head. But... Ah. It's not your turn, oh, yeah. Amber. Listen, listen. He's done a lot of good stuff. But <laughs> but Saga might be his most recent claim to fame for sure. Um, mm. uh, it's definitely got a huge fan following. Um, and it really is the kind of book you got to read from the beginning. So... Don't feel like you can just jump in and enjoy it. This sure. is a this is a day one, you're in for the long haul kind of read, but it's it's <laughs> it's, very it's pretty good, fantastic, yeah. and it's definitely adult. So that's my that's my yeah. Dream. I've heard it described as Star Wars meets Game of Thrones. Interesting. Yeah, with a little bit of Romeo and Juliet thrown in yeah. there. Yeah, and now it's, it's, a, it's a little Amber's more romantic. Turn. So that means Luke and Leia actually bang it out in this. <laughs> nope. Definitely nope. not. Yep, Amber's not turn. Amber's Amber. turn. No, it's Serge's turn. Amber's turn. Yep. Oh, I'm controlling this. Shocking question. No, she has to go yeah. before you can think of something. No, no it's your turn. It's we have to have someone struggle before. <laughs> Wouldn't be a secret question if someone's not struggling for an answer. We've had everyone just ready. Uh, it might, might be an obvious answer, but I really like to see a rated R Batman movie. Ooh. Like I love returns. Batman's character, and seeing him in a rated R movie would be the freaking shit. I mean, that's, there's that's not too much good. to his character that is rated R, but I think like yeah. the violence could be amped up. I mean, like I, I in, the, in the Nolan movies, I don't know if it was like, like a like a stylistic choice, but all the fight scenes seemed really jump cutty. They they weren't as good as uh, as other movies. Like I'm I'm a huge fan of like martial arts movies, so I love like Donnie Yen movies and and Jackie Chan movies, and they're big fans of having like these nice wide shots and the fights are beautifully choreographed and there's not a lot of like jump cutty stuff so you see the fight so in Nolan's like it's really jumpy and cutty and you don't really know what's you really don't know what's going on so I think the R rating would really lend to some more action some more violence maybe even seeing like you know Batman's bones being broken and him taking some time to recover a bit more you know, a bit more gritty kind of like how Daredevil on Netflix is I mean yeah. you know if that had a rating that would pretty much be rated R but you know it's on Netflix so um, it doesn't have that rating so I think I think Batman or like a rated R like Green Lantern would be crazy I think that would be insane mm-hmm. like you could, they could literally use their imagination <laughs> to make it rated R hey yeah uh, it, Amber- imagination for the, the rings and now so that's Amber's turn this one I know it might be redundant given what we talked about earlier but I would love to see a proper Deadpool's rated R X-23 Deathstroke film. the Terminator damn it <laughs> X-23 <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> now, the thing is, she is, even though she is, like, Wolverine's clone, she's a very different character. And she is, is a character that can only work in a rated R film. She deals with very, very heavy topics like child slavery, prostitution, and finding your way out of a severe suicidal depression. Like, she's a character that is brought to the absolute bottom and she fights her way back to being like a functional human being and she's such a, a an uplifting character because of how she's able to just get her life back together after after being in the, the literal worst of situations you know, i mean you're at weapon x and they're trying to make you the new better wolverine and they're not making the same mistakes that they made before so they want to eliminate every last trace of humanity in you they just want you to be a a a mindless tool but you can't turn people into tools that's like they're kind of the recurring theme of like the earlier comics and i can i can see the pitch now coming to cbs this fall x-23 is a single white mutant who don't need no man (laughs) damn you casey damn you casey amber's time i'm like yeah 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 no (laughs) no 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 (laughs) <laughs> hey, to be fair, it was either that or I was going to beat Dave to the punch by saying they took away everything that made Wolverine a failure experiment. He fucks too many bitches. Let's make a Wolverine without a dick. <laughs> I think the problem is that they That's kept good. the clone. The clone kept on dying when they tried to make an exact clone. But when they when they switched the gender, the clone didn't die. So that's why she's a girl. Thank you, X Men Evolution. <laughs> Interesting. Great show. Oh, yeah, she that was her first by the way, guys, yeah, that her first appearance was on X-Men Evolution, not in a comic. Yeah, yeah, the old Harley Quinn scenario. Yep. Um, for me it's kind of a bit of a tie. Um this wouldn't really work well as a movie, but rather a TV show, but I'd love to see Transmetropolitan with a, a rated R um just like motif going on, because that is just a fucking awesome comic. Um it got me into journalism very briefly in college, but it's essentially about a office yeah. rocker like journalist who hates everything and everyone and has a editorial column about that and he just pisses off everyone and he has <laughs> these like he's gross and he has these assistants that are just like hot sexy like women and he ends up sleeping with one and she's just like the way she describes sleeping with him is horrifying and it was just very well done. It's by my favorite writer, Warren Ellis. The other thing I would really like to see is a just straight Joker movie based on the Brian Azzarello uh, treatment. Where it just is like dark and it's it has a very Nolan feel to it. Uh, while still keeping a lot of the Batman stuff. Like Killer Croc was in it and he looks a bit more like he does in the Suicide Squad, which is cool. So he's just a dude with like a skin condition. Uh, just like a huge guy. Um, and it's just fucking crazy. And who wouldn't want to see like the Joker with rated R, you know, just doing, being unchained and doing whatever the fuck he wants. Well, let's be real, Greg. If you're going to make a rated R Joker movie, why not just make the killing joke? Yeah, that would be really good too. That'd be amazing. That that would be It's got enough fucked up stuff in there with Barbara Gordon that makes it R rated enough alone. Oh my God. That's, oh, are you listening? Are you listening, Hollywood? (laughs) This is what you need to do next. That'd be really good too. Are you listening? I would like to see Lobo in something rated R, just because. Oh, that'd be perfect. You know, I mean, it'd yeah. be it would probably be very similar to Deadpool. You know, like very yeah. very similar. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, but that would be great too, because like you would have those two like that are very satirical takes on superheroes as a genre too. It'll be and like mash them together, and you can have your first ever yeah. Marvel versus DC comic book fight. It'll be kind of like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy meets Deadpool. That's literally what it would turn into, like movie wise. 
and just because yeah. he'd be riding around his fucking Harley <laughs> in outer space, fucking shit up. It'd be so great. I'd love to see. I would like to cosplay as Lobo one day. Yeah, that'd be that'd be perfect, dude. If I can get big enough, um, I would do it and in shape. My last one um, that I want to say because I'm I have so many. I I went from having none to so many. So what happens when you go last, you cheater? Yeah. <laughs> and when you make up the freaking question? Well, it's, it's it's kind of funny that I make up these questions and I'm like, fuck, I don't know what the answer is for me. Uh, but I would love to see a Venom movie, like a rated oh, R Venom movie. Venom, oh, Lethal Protector. With Carnage in it? Venom versus Carnage? Oh, no, not nice. Carnage, just no Venom. Venom. No, you need some Carnage in Where he's his own enemy. Like, cause it, like, there's a Venom comic that I had where he went up against, like, Juggernaut randomly. And um, he got this weird, like, addition to his symbiote and i don't remember exactly it's been a while since i read it was it. like little like, tiny heads i remember yeah. reading that yeah Casey what the hell so, was that about i don't remember I oh got these three that issues. was it came in like a toys r us like pack it was like the madness or something he fell pack. like in like he fell into like toxic waste or some shit like that. yes yeah i remember yes. that Dude. i would love to see the that. 90s were a bad time people but like it was so dark and like the way he would like form with venom was so like mutated and just the inner struggle between him and the symbiote and who gets control like all of that stuff and him just like murdering dudes, like ripping them in half. That that's what I want to see with Venom. Uh, maybe like movie, David Fincher directing have it. Asian Venom. Have Asian Venom? A- Agent Venom. Oh, I was like Asian Venom. Asian Venom, Venom too. Yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> Asian Venom would be really cool, but I'd love to see traditional Eddie Brock. Oh, yeah, you need you need to have the traditional one first. You have to. Yeah. Yeah. God, I'm trying to think of anything else that we do like rated R, like messed up. I was just waiting for Surge to wrap it up. One more, one more, and Greg is going to appreciate this irredeemable. Uh, see, I was debating that, but that could like. So I was trying to think of things that could like would need the rated R to not be like contained, but like Invincible is great, but it could just stay PG 13 uh, with, you know, violence like the with the threshold that's been raised on it. And that like yeah. that popped into my head, Casey. But I was like, eh, that could stay. I mean, I I said irredeemable, but invincible. Oh, irredeemable. Works oh, I too. thought I heard invincible. Cause, cause yes, invincible has got some sick house violence in it. Yeah, <laughs> Big no, but time. you're right. Yeah, irredeemable and incorruptible. Yeah, yeah. A gambit rated R movie would be good too. Gambit. Yeah, like just yeah. give Gambit his, his movie, make it rated R, like gambling just, and drugs. Just a kind the X twenty three, like in her comic. Woo. Yeah, bunch Kate. of monamies. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's right, everybody. Take, a, he's take us home everyone that's all the time we have for today's podcast thank you everyone for joining live here on twitch.tv chess back Cody Funky um, thank you all for coming and everyone who's been following liking and sharing telling their friends and their mothers listening to on their car while kicking your cat and loving your dog haha <laughs> bias uh, <laughs> tune in every Thursday at twitch.tv slash badcodyfunky at 9.30 Eastern Standard Time as we talk about something new in the nerdy world also check out badcodyfunky.com for everything you actually care about also join us for gaming at twitch.tv slash badcodyfunky as tomorrow we'll be playing The Division on PlayStation 4 if you have an Hell Xbox yeah. uh, the beta already started for you so go ahead and download that and on the PC it also starts on Friday as well until next time this has been uh, Dave the Bearded Menace Oh, motherfucker. You are hard to look at. (laughs) Adam Bomb Amber. Like a testicle of teeth. TV's Casey. Freddy Krueger face-fucked a topographical map of Utah. Booster Greg. You look like an avocado. Had sex with an older, more disgusting avocado. (laughs) 
And I'm Sergio. Thank you guys for tuning in. Catch us on iTunes and on SoundCloud for you Android users as well. One of our podcasts will be something good for you. Each con- uh, podcast has a particular topic, something you might like. So uh, have a listen and uh, tell us what you think. Hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Thank you guys. We'll see you later or we'll see you another time. Or we'll see you never. Or if Cable's in the sequel. <laughs> <laughs>